0: forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast thank you very much have a great day and enjoy
1: the show step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chompa The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
3: Ch-ch-chumba.
1: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary Void We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: summer's not over yet shop patio furniture to extend your summer fun at nfm all the outdoor styles you love are on sale and ready to take home today shop hundreds of options in stock with savings up to 70 percent off all backed by our low price guarantee shop outdoor dining sofas bistro sets fire pits accessories and more nfm makes it easy with in-stock styles guaranteed low prices and long-term financing Refresh your outdoor space at NFM. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
3: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico
4: asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage.
3: this podcast is part of the sports social podcast network when i clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m i'm not done for the night that's when gamer nurse 40 clocks in and she's got orcs to slay sure i'm playing a 13 year old in scranton but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth so i need to stay on top of my game what would you call me that's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. <sniffs> Take that, kids.
1: Heineken Zero Zero. zero 00 percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly.
3: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
5: For decades, there's been an affinity between Tottenham and Ajax fans. At Spurs, you'd often see the flags flown that bore the XXX of Amsterdam, as well as the badge of our own beloved club. But how does such a connection manifest itself? And why, where there is no geographical reason for Ajax and Tottenham to be mentioned in the same breath, do both sets of supporters acknowledge each other in the way that they do? We spoke to three Ajax fans, Danny, Arco and Kiel, to find out whether it's because both clubs have a large Jewish following, or whether it's the number of players and management staff we've shared or whether it's about our bitter rivalry with their most hated enemy fairnod It's to fight in
3: It's to fight in It's to fight in It's to fight in
1: clock
5: Oh, on, so I'm joined by Ajax fans, Danny, Arco and Kiel. Uh, thank you very much for being on this, boys. We, we, we've been talking about um, the connection between Ajax and Tottenham for a long time. And for many Spurs fans, it feels like it's more our side than your side. It, it's kind of like, you know, we, we like, I don't, a lot of Spurs fans harp back to the days of, of the kind of casual culture and the violence and, and the stuff and the things that happened in the 70s and we look at the kind of friendships between clubs that happened back then and look at it, we've rose tinted glasses to some degree but what, what we've been able to do here is find the three of you who at least understand the connection between our two clubs um, Danny, Arco and Kiel um, could, Can I just start by asking you um, is, is there a common knowledge between uh, in the Ajax fan base about the kind of kinship between Spurs and and, uh, and Ajax Arco I'll start with you mate
6: well i think um, it's 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 very widespread i think the 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 Tottenham shirt is the only shirt you can basically wear outside of your Ajax shirt to the stadium and not get you know, get talked back to. Or, you know, it's, it's it's one of the very, very few clubs that is commonly accepted as a, as a kind, kindred club, kindred spirit club. And uh, Danny?
7: Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of Ajax fans are Spurs fans too, uh, especially the last years. Uh, due to the players like Jan Vertong and Toby Allewald, of course. But uh, and a lot of uh, older IX fans are also Spurs fans from the early 80s. I know a group of a uh, lot of old guys that go into Spurs uh, a few times in a year. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very different.
2: Kio, anything to add? No, uh, t- uh, something like Arco said. Uh, it's one of the... Uh, yes, yeah, there can be one club uh, where you can wear the shirt off to the stadium and not get violated. And, uh, yeah, many of my age uh, supporters, I'm 24, are most liking it because of uh, Van der Vaart, Vertonghen, Otherworld, Ericsson, like that. So, so
5: could, just so people listening know, uh, can I get the ages of each of you?
6: Oh, okay, um, first. Yeah, I'm I'm a 38 year old geezer, actually. <laughs> I'm a little older. <laughs> no,
5: I'm 37. I feel your pain. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit older. I'm 48. And that's Danny, yeah? Danny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Kjell. 24 Okay, so there's a wide spectrum you know and uh, Danny, I guess more than, uh, more than the, 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 the Arco and Kiel would, would understand perhaps how some this relationship between Tottenham and IX was formed. Um, in, in your opinion, Danny, where do you think that comes from? Why, why is this? Because it, it's, not, it's not obvious, is it? It's not like Tottenham uh, or London and Amsterdam they're close geographically if you think of the landscape of the entire planet. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason why Ajax and Tottenham should be, should have any kind of affiliation with each other. So where, where do you think that comes from? Uh,
7: um, I, I don't know, yeah sure for where it comes from, but I think it is the the, the, the in the early seventies. I think it was seventy four that Spurs played plays against uh, Feyenoord, yep. and all the ri- riots uh, were in the stadium, and that was the first time the hooliganism of uh, comes in Holland. And, yeah, as many as you know, are fine at our big uh, rivalry, uh club. So that's one of the reasons. And maybe the Jewish connection, but I, uh, I, I'm i not sure of it. I don't know. We'll, we'll come on to the Jewish connection shortly. Um,
5: but just to to go on to the kind of hooligan element. Um, mm. So for, for Feyenoord, for Tottenham, they're, they're like... Uh, as far as I understand it, and I've never been involved in that aspect of of our football culture. I, I've kind of looked from an outside in and, and been fascinated by it, but never physically involved in it because it would end up in devastating consequences for me. I, I think. But, <laughs> but but um, is it? I mean, how significant was that that an English team came to to Holland first off, but but also attacked your your rivals because. Our understanding of Feyenoord is they're, they're our, our enemy. That There's been so much history between Tottenham and Feyenoord that there isn't going to be a game where we play each other that there won't be trouble. Mm-hmm. So how how, how significant is that relationship between us and Feyenoord to Ajax fan?
7: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. Uh
2: I think it's a um, uh, bit of arch rivals between each other and, uh, yeah, we're both ha- hating the same team. It's uh, difficult to uh, to say, but I think uh, because of the early 70s trouble and then it started hooliganism and that's why uh, I think some older friends from Tottenham are, uh, some older friends of, from Ayers are, uh, yeah, loving Tottenham. By the way, they do it. They did it in the Cup back then.
5: Yeah, fair enough. What? what, what so, so are you saying that before that point in the seventies, there wasn't really a kind of casual culture in in Holland?
2: No, this was, that was that was the start. Uh, I suppose maybe then you can uh, talk a talk a little bit more about it because <laughs> uh, I'm 24. So, but <laughs> yeah. uh, then it then it started and uh, the F side, um a uh, big group of Ajax fans uh, was formed in '76. So yeah.
5: yeah, what was the name? The, the name of the Ajax firm, if if you remember, F side, F side.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah. So what does F F side represent? Where did that name come from?
7: It was a section in the in the old stadium in uh, in the stadium the Meer in Amsterdam. There was one section, and that's called uh, section F. And all the guys from Amsterdam. Uh, the hardly uh, the hard guys, top boys, were standing there and going with each other to away games and makes trouble at the away games.
5: Yeah, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, there's this connection between we both have um, the same enemies. You know, your enemy, enemy, your, your, the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Um, but th- there is also another connection between our two football clubs, which is about the the Jewish connection. So, for, for for Spurs' perspective, um, we we had a large Jewish um, settling in in Tottenham, uh, more over Stamford Hill, and it was a kind of place where lots of uh, Jewish people settled after the war, and because of that, the club became known as a, as having a kind of substantial Jewish fan base. The reality is that we probably don't. We don't have any more than any other, but because of that during the 70s and 80s other fans of uh, of other english clubs primarily chelsea uh, leeds and west ham would uh, use the word yeard against us and and the story goes is that we took that uh, offensive remark from from uh, opposing fans and turned it on its head and saying okay if you're going to call us yids we'll take that on and we'll we'll um we will we'll be uh embracing of it and use it as a a shield and a, an a, a, a element of defiance and say yeah alright fuck off if you're going to call us that then then we're going to we're going to embrace these people and embrace this culture and make it a part of who we are as a football team um what what's what's the i how did it come about that you guys were associated with the Jewish community
2: uh Kel, uh am not uh, not associated to the Jewish community over here but uh i think it's a, bit, a little bit of the same with uh Spurs fans um some other supporters from different clubs like uh ArdiA FC Utrecht uh Feyenoord PSV uh are calling us Jews so uh, we embrace it ourselves and uh yeah we sing about it and that's why and uh Back, really, really back when Ajax was uh, founded, uh, there was a, a big group of players by then who uh, were Jewish, who were playing for our club. So, uh, it always had that uh, Jewish mentality uh, through through the club. Okay.
6: Yeah. Well uh, Amsterdam used to be called the Jerusalem of the West it was you know it's hard to overestimate how big the Jewish presence was in Amsterdam so it you know in all all uh, uh, matters of culture so for Ajax as well uh, unfortunately in the war around 80 to 90 percent of all the Jews in Holland and therefore in the Netherlands were wiped out which is a shameful part of our history but you know, the name stuck and uh, the away fans back way, way before there was any sort of, you know, casual culture. But uh, if there were away fans and they came to Amsterdam and came to Ajax, they, they traveled through the Jewish quarter back when that meant something. You would have seen, you know, all you would have seen was like Orthodox Jews walking the streets, you know, it's like full, full on Jewish quarter. And they passed through that on the, on the trams, on the, on the streetcars um so yeah that, that's that's how it started out and of of course now it's a very superficial link only i mean it it's used by name but not by identity at all
5: but, yeah i uh, mean that, I mean i i would say that was the same case at spurs like you you, you find like my, my my dad my old man he he will wear he has on his chest and he he has for for many many years he's worn a gold chain with a star of david um and, and we i think that maybe my great great grandmother was was Jewish, but none of us are really sure. But my dad's affiliation with Tottenham and the club that he loves means that he also has f- affiliated himself by proxy with a faith that pro- perhaps, he doesn't fully understand, but he mm-hmm. still uh, wears a, a star of David. And, and I see actually more recent that, I mean, more recently for, 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 for Ajax and Spurs that there have been like uh, Israeli flags flown in, in, in your, in, in your stadium.
6: So yeah, you don't. you am sorry. Go yeah. carry on. Carry on. Uh, you don't. You don't see them as much anymore, and or in fact, uh, a, a lot of them at all anymore. But it, I think about ten years ago, it was at the height of of like full-on uh, Israeli flag and Star of David displays, and it was interesting to talk to uh, Israeli fans coming to Amsterdam, coming to the arena, saying um, they were so uh, so proud and, and and relieved that they could celebrate their imagery in a in a foreign country without being or uh yeah well uh attacked upon or or called names, you know. And I mean even they understood that it was a, such a um uh superficial uh kinship that they shared but they still really enjoyed you know being embraced by uh this, this odd branch of Dutch football.
5: Yeah. I, I can I can appreciate that as well. Um because we, Spurs fans has, has been well documented documented in the UK were kind of um, well we were put under pressure into to stop using the word Yid and for many yeah. Spurs fans it's a brand it's a word that identifies ourselves as football fans as much as it is a, a, a kind of um, offensive word thrown at Jewish people it's a positive affirmation that um, we refer to ourselves in and, and to this day every game that spurs play will you, you'll hear a song about us uh, being uh, yids you know and mm-hmm. while <clears throat> that you know this this is deeply uh, difficult subject to talk about if you're not jewish but from my perspective you know you know talking about yourself or, or, or in terms of being a spurs fan as a as a yid it's not anything to do with religion and really it's not anything to do with judaism or or, or being a Jew. Uh, it's, it's a really difficult, weird kind of situation to be in. And um, how much pressure did Ajax fans come under to stop using the uh, Israeli flag or calling yourselves? is it a uh, Super, Jodan? Uh, excuse Super Jordan? Excuse me. Super Jordan.
2: Super Jordan.
5: Super Jordan. Does that still go on?
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Every game, man. But uh, I think in about five, six years ago, uh, yeah, there was uh, something familiar with uh, similar with uh, the media against Tottenham yeah. and the media against Ajax. Mm-hmm. and it was about five, six years ago from uh, some famous Ajax fans who were Jewish. They say in television show, yeah, they need to stop it. They need to stop it. And yeah, do it, you, uh, do you what, guys find like
5: like we have like you know when we play Chelsea or West Ham or Leeds or? To a smaller extent, Arsenal. Do you you find that um, opposing fans are still using it against?
2: Yeah, 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 Uh, for sure. Final final fans uh, sing it uh, Guess all the Jews and uh, yeah, like that.
6: The hike. So really, so well. One of if I if I can break in for a moment, one of the most odd. Peculiar experiences I had. I went to a lower league game between Volendam and Den Bosch, which were two cities completely unrelated to Ajax or Jews. And the Den Bosch fans were singing uh, "Hamas, Hamas, Jew, uh, Jews to the gas," even though the game wasn't against Ajax. They just passed Ajax on the highway, and they they're on in a long line of clubs who hate Ajax. But I thought that was really odd to sing such a such an intense song at a, at a match that has nothing to do with Ajax at all. It's really odd.
5: Danny, Danny, can you describe the rivalry between Ajax and Feyenoord for a group of fans like myself or anyone listening to this? The vast majority won't understand the, fan, uh, you know, the, the rivalries in the Netherlands. Can you describe how fierce is this rivalry and where does it come from?
7: Uh, it's very hard. It's uh, I think maybe more by the final fans than by the Ajax fans, but uh, a lot of Ajax fans hated final and yeah, it's it's a rivalry between the cities Amsterdam and Rotterdam. Uh, Amsterdam is the capital city of Holland, and Rotterdam would like that, and uh, they aren't. So yeah, it's 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 a big rivalry.
5: And Kiel, um, what, what, what about you? How how would you describe the rivalry between? Because we're, as Spurs fans, we we hate them, but we have we, well, we played four games against each other, five games maybe. You know, the the, the only reason we the, the, there is this rivalry is because it harks back to forty years ago, where one of our fans got shot by a shopkeeper who probably had nothing to do with Feyenoord fans at all. But because of the that the kind of you absorb all of that, the kind of hatred. You guys play each other every season. What, what, what's it like? Can you describe it? When you're going to a game between Feyenoord and, and Ajax, what what it's like? Is it is the atmosphere thick? Is it, you know, are uh, you?
2: We aren't allowed to go to the away games. Uh, they aren't allowed to go to us when the, when we play at home. Uh, it's been a ban for like ten years now. Um, they make an appointment for five years, but we're still waiting. Till we, uh, till we can go again to that game. So, so what and, was
5: it? What was it like? Wh- why did it get banned? What, was it so bad?
2: Uh, it was uh, shouting to each other, and um, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, how do I say that? Um, maybe can Arco can Arco help me? Opthelsom. Uh,
6: <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's a. <laughs> it's the uh, uh, it's the sum of all uh, all things combined, so to speak, understood. understood. Yeah.
2: And uh, when we play each other the last years because of the away band, it's really there on the stadium. Uh, we win mostly uh, always in our home ground. The last time they get a result in our house was back in two thousand and five. Uh, and yeah, we uh, yeah, we always win against them except from last month. We lost 6-2. But, uh, yeah, the rivalry is much bigger uh, over there than over here because uh, they really they can't stand us because we're the biggest club in Holland. Yeah. Uh, we're the capital cities, uh, also mentioned by Danny. Yeah. And uh, Rotterdam is um, a working-class city, uh so people uh work in harbours and everything like that and Amsterdam is a city of class. Uh people get uh good jobs, have a lot of money and so do that. So they so they are a bit jealous at us. And yeah, that's why. Because uh when we played the Europe League final two years ago, uh we lost again Man United and there was a party in Rotterdam uh that day that we lost against United in the Europe League
5: final. So, they're like, you, you, they like you—they—they have like a small club mentality. That's what you'd say in England.
2: They, yeah, and they are
5: dance yeah, as well. They so. have the Dan second, second well.
2: syndrome. <laughs>
7: Sorry, go on, Danny. Okay, yeah, they have the second syndrome.
5: Second city syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. oh, understood, understood. I, I, so, it's I, so difficult I, for me. Way. I understand what you're saying and I appreciate it. But from a Spurs fan, you know, to play... Uh, to, 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 to experience the last 20 years of football and the vast majority of it has been behind Arsenal. And uh, we, we feel the, we, we, the way Feyenoord feels about Ajax, we felt about Arsenal because obviously we were chasing what they had. But now uh, we we have everything and, and their shit um, it's, it's, it's a lovely thing. And now we can look at them going, like all the stuff that they're saying about Spurs is like, yeah, you've got a small club syndrome. So... I kind of appreciate what, why, where perhaps Feyenoord are coming from in that respect. But um, what I did realise is how much our Ajax fans uh, genuinely do care about this um, rivalry between the two. Because in 2016, and we spoke about this in the WhatsApp group before, but I was in the in, um, in Netherlands in Rembrandt Square. And I was watching the Spurs game at the same time Ajax were playing. I, I can't remember who you played. I'm sorry, but I think you drew and and Feyenoord won. Is that right?
2: Uh, I think the game was against uh, the club. Yeah, uh, and we uh, drew one-one. Yes, and um, uh, PSV was getting the champion, not final.
5: Uh, my 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 bad. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I just remember um, the mood turning. What I've always considered Amsterdam to be uh, an incredible place with uh lovely people. But what I loved about it was that football in that instance as damaging and, and hurtful as it was to our Ajax fans that I, I, I saw a, a city turn from something that was uh, you know kind of like a pleasant touristy place to something that was actually genuinely you know this is a football town Amsterdam it, it, you know it's, it's defined by uh, lots of things but also by its football club and as, as damaging as it was to you guys you know, I enjoyed um, the fact that I, I, I was re- I, I, I experiencing a, a kind of football culture in, in its most extreme. It was um, it was excellent. One one, of the, one one of the things that I love about uh, um is the song that he sung uh, about Fairnord. Can you yeah. explain explain to uh, people that the vast majority of people who listen to this podcast won't uh, won't know about this? What am I talking about?
2: Uh, it was the League Cup fi- uh, final in 2011, I remember. And we played final, as I already told. There are no away fans allowed in that game. Yeah. So the final was played over two legs. One in our home and one at uh, their own. Uh, the first game we won, 2-0. Uh, the second game uh, with a uh, sold-out stadium at them, at the Cuyp. And everyone was like, okay, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. Nah, everyone, uh, uh, in the first minute, Soraya's shot got 1-0 one, one to Ayers. So they were uh, already devastated about it. But uh, after the game, you won 2-4. Uh, there was a little bit of uh, an honour in the stadium between the fans and the supporters. And we sing a song about Feyenoord. We call Feyenoord Cockroaches. Yep. So uh, Fortonga came up in the stands and sing that song. Uh, there are uh, a far- cockroaches, something like that, um, and everyone was like, oh, man, this this guy, I've, yeah, I fucking love him, yeah. and
3: uh, Martin
2: so- Yeo was our coach back then, and uh, there was it was on um, television, and uh, after Jan Vertonghe uh, sang that song, uh, they pointed the camera at Martin Yeo, and he was like, fuck, he's going to get banned three games, <laughs> so <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, yeah. but,
5: but isn't that an incredible thing though like I, I, I'd i take I'd take three game ban I'd take a ten game ban if Harry Kane yeah. g- grabbed the microphone and called all fucking Arsenal fans cockroaches or that, yeah. that that's what it's all about it? and he understood it like he, what I loved yeah. about that is that he that in that moment it he, he 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 was um he transcended above all of the bollocks of being a professional footballer and he was with you lot he was with Ajax and he understood your hatred of Bernard. Yeah, he was a
7: yeah. fan at that moment. Sorry. Yeah, he was a fan at that moment. Exactly. He did.
5: He didn't realize he was a player. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and, and, and that's an amazing thing. Like, yeah, uh, it is. What, what's how do I feel about Vertonghen, uh, uh, Kael?
2: Uh, for me, it's uh, for my generation. I'm 24 and. Sounds a bit weird for Spurs fans, maybe. Uh, But uh, Ajax didn't win the Champions. uh, They didn't win the league about seven years, and that's a really, really long time for an Ajax fan. And back in 2011, uh, we won it for the first time then. Uh, For me, it was the first time I uh, was there, and I followed the club that season every game. Uh, It was my first year as a season ticket holder, so for me, it was really a tense year. And we played the last game of that season against FC Twente. Uh, Twente was on top. Uh, we were second, one, one two points behind them. So we need to win that game. Man, that day, 15 May of, uh, of 2011, best day of my life. Um, <laughs> we, we won 3-1. And after the game, Fortuna sat in the ground and uh, was crying on his knees, kissed the Ajax logo, and yeah... I feel uh, some kind of love for Vertonghen uh, that I have, uh, haven't with any other player because now he used to play for Ajax and now he plays for Spurs. I like Spurs a lot. So for me, uh, yeah, he's like a hero. True idol.
5: Uh, you know, for us as well, I mean, just this week, he played in the Champions League game. again. He played
2: like uh, Marcelo in his prime,
5: isn't it? Mate, boys, I can't... Like, we're, like we were talking about on our podcast last uh, couple of days ago. You know, for us... He's like, it's him and Alderweireld as a centre-back pairing, the best centre-back pairing we've had since 1961, in my opinion. And uh, the the, the fact is we didn't have any left-hand-sided players. Like Rose was injured, Davies was injured, and Jan Vertonghen, a centre-back, had to play a left wing-back. And I've never seen a more accomplished performance from a player ever in my life out of position he he it was because of him that we that we managed to win that game he was incredible but you know what? if I'm being really honest um, and he's been with us longer than any any other club but I, I kind of feel like and this is the same with Adeverrod I don't feel like they have an affinity with Tottenham like they do with Ajax and I feel like like especially uh, Adeverrod like he has the three x's on the on the back of his arm I can't imagine him ever getting a a tattoo about Tottenham, and I I, I just I don't know I, I I feel I don't know there's something about Ajax that that players resonate with, and 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 one day perhaps Tongan and Aldevarad will start in as a centre back pairing for you, and that would be an amazing thing. Um, are you not like as Ajax fans not getting, or is there a segment of the Ajax fan base uh, that not getting a little bit fucked off with Spurs like? We're constantly buying players or, or in for you. Like we the the, the the rumors are that we're we're interested in Delict in uh De Um before that Sanchez. We we've signed um we've signed excuse me boys. Sorry. Um we've signed um uh Sanchez before and then previously uh Ericsson. Uh, is is there not an element of your fan base, Danny, that, that gets
7: like fed up with Spurs coming to buy your players? Uh, For me, it doesn't matter. Uh, I I know that the youngsters will go to to bigger clubs, and when they go to a bigger club, then I hope they go to Spurs. Uh, But I I understand a lot of Ajax fans uh, are not so happy with it. Um, When Spurs coming to Ajax for a player, uh, a lot of people saying, oh, God, they 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 are here again. And why? And why always Spurs? But yeah, for me it doesn't matter.
5: <laughs> I guess it's going to happen yeah. in, in any case, you know. the um, yeah. De- Dieng signed for Barcelona, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. If if you're producing talent like you are, and Barcelona are coming and picking them up. Do you know what it is? It's not. It's not even about uh, Spurs being a bigger club, because if you look at the history of the two clubs in Europe, it's comparable. You know, you. I actually done amazing things from a position of disadvantage compared to England, where you know the world, all of world football are watching our foot, uh, watching the, the Spurs play or Man United play or all that kind of stuff. Ajax are at a disadvantage because they're playing in the Dutch league, which isn't watched by as many people. Um, but it, it's it's from from my perspective, if if I was Ajax fans, I would be looking at. It, it's not just it ain't it's like like I say, it's not Eriksson. It's it's. Um, you know the the combination between the club at David's at Van Der Vaart, Toby, Jan, Ericsson, Mido, Sanchez, Martin, Yole, Frank Arneson. It, it's mental the amount of players uh, or, or um, managers that have played for both both clubs. It's yeah. almost like it's destined to be that that we'll, we're we're always going to be in each other's pockets. Uh, Arco, what do you think about it?
6: Uh, I think I do have a little bit of. Um of uh of sore butt from the whole dirty sanchez uh, story i mean that was a really unfortunate timing but also on on his agent's side of course i mean that was not the whole of it wasn't tottenham's doing but you know that was the only thing that i got a bit butthurt about um okay well sorry sorry like from from our perspective
5: um from, from fans in, in the media we didn't what you, like, was, was there an issue? Because from our perspective, we bid, you accepted, and he came.
6: No, he, he basically uh, refused to play his last two games, which were uh, an, a competition game that we drew because there was so much hassle around his departure. He, he declined to play on the, at the very last minute before kickoff. And the other game was uh, a European qualification game that we fumbled, which we probably would have with, it, with him as well. It was a very crucial time. I didn't know uh, that. No, no, but that was that was business dealing. I think that has more to do with his uh the people around him forcing a move than him uh than Tottenham playing it like that.
5: Because he'd only it only uh he'd only been there a year, hadn't he? You bought him from Colombia.
6: Yeah, definitely, yeah. And he was uh I mean the lift was obviously, you know. Becoming the the, the 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 big man he's he's he is now or, or is getting very nearly becoming, but I think Sanchez was the, the one of the main reasons we made it to the Euroleague final. Mm. Um, but like then uh, he said, I mean, I'd much rather have them go to Tottenham than to any other club abroad. Um, and you know, at some point, we'd like to have them back. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, I, I
5: think a lot of Spurs fans would be would be looking at that and thinking, that especially between the two the two centre backs, because as I've said, uh, out of Verod and Vertonghen especially, but but out of Verod is um, he's the best defender I've ever seen with my own eyes at, 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 at Spurs, and Vertonghen's done so much and has been with us so long that you kind of he will go down as one of our greatest defenders ever, but them two together to ha- have them you know play play for us and and do so well it you know it's they're they're both very special players but what what was it like? Can you remember when they were both very young players playing in 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 that center back pairing for Ajax? what was it like to watch them two play?
6: I think if I can, if I could go first, it, it, they, they have something that we in Amsterdam or in Holland call brani, which is a bit like they're you know they're they're not not arrogant exactly, but they play with such confidence. Yeah. And I think what made them such symbols for for Amsterdam for Ajax is that obviously they're Belgian, they're Flemish. Yes. But you know, like loads and loads of people who come to Amsterdam to make it big. You know, it's like. You, you you adopt Amsterdam and Amsterdam adopts you and you you know it's not a matter of where your cradle is standing but how you you know how you match up with that Amsterdam vibe and they they both have that full on and I think they found something at Tottenham that's somehow very very similar to that like the the the, the Brani as we call it or the you know, I'm I'm searching for a similar word in English but it's you know it's like this this classy feel of you know, wanting to succeed, having, you know, cheeky laughs, Van uh, der fire has it as well. Yeah. Um, and I think they really found a second home there. Uh, but you could always tell that these two were up to something. That, but Vertonghe has a very odd history because he was loaned out to R, uh, RKC, RKC, RKC uh, and in. Two games before the end of the season, he scored the, uh, the 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 draw against Ajax as a player on loan, and that cost us the title. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every other player uh, wouldn't you know wouldn't have been very welcome back to the club, but no one ever carried that after him. That's how big of a loved guy he is.
5: So uh, RKC, what 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 is at what level did they play at?
6: They're minnows, but the, back then they were in the in the top flight. But I think they actually they relegated that year or the year after. Yeah. Um, and you know, players getting loaned out by Ajax. That's usually a one-way street. Uh, but Ferton made his mark, especially in that match. Like shame on you for you know letting me go, and that's uh, and we paid dearly. And then he came back. Yeah, and he and he never left uh, the, the first eleven. The, the, uh, after that,
5: Danny, um, can I ask you about um, any Spurs fans that you know, or do you do you do you know of any Spurs fans that come to watch IX play at your stadium?
7: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew uh, yeah, a lot of guys. Uh, I'm coming from now for 15 years. Uh, I'm going to Spurs. Yeah, and in that fifty years, I have made a lot of friends uh, in London, and yeah, talk talk with the guys and talk about Ajax and 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 introduce them. Like, yeah, come over to Amsterdam, and a lot of people are coming to Amsterdam to see Ajax.
5: Yeah, uh, absolutely, and, and uh, Kioa uh, too. If you were this as well,
2: yeah, yeah, um, same for me as Danny. With a little bit of both friends. Uh, much younger guys for me, but you will know them. Uh, yeah, uh, one guy is coming, maybe like two or three times a season uh, to my house. Maybe go and watch an ice game and have a lot of fun in Amsterdam. And yeah, uh, what Danny said: uh, if I if I am in London, I always making new friends with Tottenham, and I always introduce them to Amsterdam. Some people come, some people don't. Um, yeah, there's one friend uh, fan from Northern Ireland. He's a SD holder as well from Spurs. Yeah. And uh, he's going to the game from Northern Ireland as well. And um, uh, in October we have the World Cup qualification or European Cup qualification. I don't fucking know because I don't follow the Dutch team very often, but uh, <laughs> we're playing against Northern Ireland and we are in the away section then. So, always nice to... Uh, yeah, it's nice culture and uh, yeah, what I said, always when I was at Spurs, I uh, had uh, loads of stickers from Ajax and F-side with me, and I was in Bill Nicholson, true Boover's Pub, uh, and my stickers around, and some people come to me, yeah, where do you come from? Yeah, Amsterdam, I'm from Ajax, yeah. Uh, may, uh, some free boosters as well, and always a good time.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what, once you've said that, um, I've seen the stickers around. I've seen I, I've seen them around, so <laughs> and it's, it's it's a great thing. I think there's there's something that, you know, football's about partisanship. It's about hating each other, and you know anybody any team that comes to our team uh, our ground is a is the enemy. But there's also something quite beautiful about having friendships with other clubs that perhaps uh, you know there's no real reason why there should be anything other than stuff that happens outside of the football pitch. And I know there's been a, a link. Between the players that have played for both clubs, but also it's something that happens outside of the, uh, the the football pitch and on the terraces and elsewhere that has connected both Ajax and Tottenham. Uh, one of the pl- most pleasing things when I started thinking about doing this podcast, and we're going to go on to make a film about this, um, is that I was a little bit worried that this was like one-sided, that that Spurs fans like craved after this Ajax connection. And Ajax fans were like, yeah, we don't like, will you keep buying our fucking players. You, we just want you to fuck off. I'm glad that that isn't true. And there is some sort of understanding yeah. between the club that it's more than just the players on the pitch, that there's something else going on as well. It's a good thing. So I just want to thank you, Danny, Arco and Kiel for spending time with, um, the fighting cock and, and, and our listeners. And I can't wait, really, I can't wait to get out to Amsterdam to watch a game with you guys. Um, you're see, welcome. See Ajax play. And, um, have a good yeah we' are
2: both uh, both in the same section in the stadium as uh, a season ticket holder. we both have season tickets uh, season tickets at the F side so if you want to come yeah feel free to join
5: there's no doubt i'm I'm definitely there and thank you for that offer 100 percent okay yeah, boys cool, um, so uh is there a Twitter account that people need to follow or I have a look at is it Amsterdam Spurs
2: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, There's a group of uh, um, fanatic uh, Amsterdam guys who are following Tottenham. They go to uh, uh, Ramban Square. They have uh, their sort of own pub when Tottenham is playing. So, always uh, Tottenham guys around there with games. Uh, Yeah, so follow them.
7: Beautiful. We have an official Amsterdam Spurs fan club. You do have? Yeah, we have and how, how does someone
5: hook up with that i'm sorry how, how would someone who was interested in getting involved with that how would they uh, find you
7: uh we have an own website
5: uh i think it is uh, amsterdamspurser.com okay amazing boys thank you so much for spending your your friday evening with me and um i, like, I can't wait to come out and meet you guys and have a lot of fun cheers Bye. mate cheers, cheers, mate. cheers. <laughs>
3: Fighting. It's in. It's the fire in. Clock. It's the fire in. It's the fire in. Clock. A no. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.
4: Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social, Social Podcast Network.
4: Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help